Break It Down with Rick and Tim is also available to watch on YouTube. Oh, that was very bright and exciting and wonderful. It'll go great in there. I like it. And don't forget to check out our website. That's right. www.breakitdownwithrickandtim.com We interrupt our regularly scheduled podcast, Break It Down with Rick and Tim, because someone got indicted. Someone got indicted. Someone's very excited. Mortal words. This moment at 1.24 p.m. Eastern Time, Donald J. Trump is under arrest. the hell's going on it's a good question i'm glad i'm italian i'm not white you kind of are <laughs> why does it have to be the big chicken <laughs> why does it have to be the big chicken why do you have to say it like that <laughs> i was right and yes. you were racist it's britney bitch <laughs> i still have a belief that sasquatch is out there but that doesn't make me crazy and you give me that face, and this is my issue with you. Mm. You're a questionable person. This is a podcast where Rick, a Generation Xer, and Tim, a millennial, come together and try to find answers to our changing world. Break it down with Rick and Tim. All right. Mm. Breaking news. Historical breaking news. Historical breaking news, indeed. I actually turned it on in my class today, like the news. Wow. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about? Well, uh, Mr. President, I hate to say it. Defendant. Defendant. Individual one. Individual one. I was going to call him President Pussy Grabber just because I've told myself that's how I have to refer to him from now on because that is his embodiment. Anyway. Donald H. Christ. Yes, he's been indicted. (sighs) These right? are the moments it's that one make of those life weird worth moments where you're living. just like, whoa, that actually happened. So, so let's break it down. Yeah, let's break it down. Why not? Mm. It all began on a dark and stormy night. A stormy night, didn't it? Stormy indeed. <laughs> and then the storm <laughs> cashed her check. One might say there was a shower involved. So, Showered on him. Three years ago, right before I moved up here, when I was going viral on TikTok, I made my first viral video. I was going viral on TikTok, by the way. I did. I know. You were very excited about it. One of my very first viral videos was me explaining how Donald Trump's in trouble for paying Stormy Daniels out of campaign finances. It, It violates a campaign finance violation law, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. And it went viral on TikTok, and that was the beginning of my whole, oh, well, then I can have some fun with this. Donald Trump was having a lot of fun with a woman by the name of Stormy Daniels. Ever heard of her? They were having an affair while Melania was taking care of the baby at home. And you wonder why Melania doesn't want to hold Trump's hand? Hmm. Hey, Melania, I just want to hold your hand. No, no, Donald. Don't touch me. I can't say I blame her. $130,000 Cha-ching was what the Donald directed his longtime lawyer Michael Cohen to pay his whore I I mean a porn star porn star. She was paid to keep quiet Nonetheless Michael Cohen Trump's lawyer got in a lot of trouble because he paid her through Trump's campaign funds Okay, that's like a felony. That's serious. Rocky Dinga That's campaign finance violation right there. And Trump is named as individual one. He asked me to pay off an adult film star with whom he had an affair. And it's nice to see three years later, finally everything uh, falling into place. Right. There's a reason why this uh, indictment has been postponed. Can you tell us why? Because Bill Barr, when he became attorney general basically stopped all these investigations and such. Yeah. The Department of Justice was under Trump's control. Right. Right. When Trump left office, guess what? Oh, the floodgates are open and yeah, let's go. Let's yeah. go see what we missed. He was protected because as president you can't indict him. Right. But he's no longer president, so right. therefore he's a citizen. 
and now he's having to um, right face the consequences. Get and his here's comeuppance. Here's the thing: we arrive at the first issue that people are going to say is they're going to say, "Oh, it's political. He's targeted." Well, of course he is because his act. He is. He has been at the head. He's the most powerful man in the world, right? Now, with that, you should have the most utmost transparency and utmost care because all of his actions affect everybody's everyday lives. And so to say, no, it's politically motivated because you're going after him for whatever. No, what we're doing is we're looking into him to make sure that we're not getting fucked as a country. Literally, we are making sure he's not a con man, and we're finding out in these moments that he's a con man. Oh, and we're going, oh my God. But some people are saying like, oh, well, yeah, we we'll, 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 we knew he did shady business dealings and blah, blah, blah before we did that. We kind of all agreed ahead of time. I don't like him, but I like his policies. Right. I want this place run like his business. Well, he ran a lot of businesses into the ground. And oh, by the way, if you run a place like a business, what do businesses do to like their people oh we need to cut some costs let's just cut cut you so let's just cut all the old people <laughs> let them let them die let's just cut all the you know veterans let's just cut all the you know people who need welfare and food children so cut their he, their their lunches he had his lawyer called the fixer michael cohen rent pay stormy daniels allegedly yeah but he did do it because Michael Cohen's done the time for it. So it's no longer allegedly. <laughs> right. So this is the other thing that we, we come to is the the, the crime uh, has already been like prosecuted, but yes. through a different lens. So Michael Cohen, who did all this on Donald Trump's behalf and was paid by Donald Trump with that campaign money for receiving that money. He was violating campaign finance law, and he was found guilty and did time. So does that mean the person who gives that money is also guilty? No. Now, Donald Trump will say this. He signed signed the checks. I think Donald Trump will say this. Well, he could have not taken that money, and that's his defense. There's audio of Trump and Michael Cohen. And then there's the payout to a doorman who was threatening to go to public regarding Ivanka Trump's illegitimate sister. Oh, my goodness. That's true. So, Can you believe that? Yeah, actually, I can. I think I remember that in the time because they were talking about like other things coming to light and him like buying off different stories because there were yeah. – there was a pattern of him doing that. And they always talked about how that was his process to pay off these people and get their stories so that they don't go And this was public. when he was running for president and was all under the deception, the conspiracy to conspire, blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's why he's in trouble. Now, I wonder if they're going to say that... Uh, I wonder if they'll say that... He's done this in the past before he was campaigning, so therefore it's not just in the campaign. So it was just a pattern of his normal behavior. I wonder if that'll be a defense. I don't know. I don't think so because he was paying these people off while he was running for president. Well, that's true. He was, but he was also doing this before he was running for president. Well, his behavior has been immoral from day one. Right, and we knew that. And so why should we punish him for that if we knew that exactly what we were getting? Though... Even though Melania Trump is of no high moral caliber, she is just as bad as Donald, according to Mary Trump. And I, I think that's true. I think she's very self-absorbed, narcissistic, um, indifferent, has no uh, care about anybody except for her own, maybe her son, Baron. Sure. So she's kind of her own one. And no, she's just kind of mooching off the, the Don... But no one's talking about how right now how she must be feeling. No, but you kind of think about it like I thought about it because they mentioned uh, on the news like uh, Eric is there with him in New York, but Melania and the rest of his family are in Florida at Mar-a-Lago. And so you just kind of wonder, She's yeah, she's probably there just blah, watching this whole thing unfold. She's, I think she's always known. Sure. And she liked the lifestyle. 
it's a trade-off. Yeah, of course. So yeah. I don't think she's hurt or crushed. She's probably more embarrassed. Probably. And worried about what's going to happen to the income, her stability, the life that she's been living. Yeah, know, what's uh, going to happen to her reputation? Is she going to be able to do this? Is she going to have to go back to... Well, but the thing is, I feel like she, she, could, she probably has enough, you know... Well, I don't know. I, here's the other thing. Like, what happens because... What happens to, to Donald Trump if he gets, you know, indicted, if he gets in trouble? What happens to the, their money and that kind of stuff? Well, she's a, she's accustomed to a certain lifestyle, yeah. and it won't continue if That's he's true. in prison for multiple years because this is the first indictment. If convicted, there's more coming down the pipeline. That's right. There's a lot of other And he's se- 76 years old. He's That's old. That's true. He is old. But there's longevity in his family, so he could very well spend the next 25 years in prison. Like his, his dad lived a very long time. How long does his dad live till? Died at the age of ninety-three. Okay, so twenty-five years from now he'll be ninety-seven. Well, I don't know. Yeah, if the, yeah, that yeah. is not the right math, but he'll be around that age. Yeah. He'll be old. He'll be yeah. that would be a hundred and two. So two weeks ago, when he comes out on his true social network saying that, oh, oh he's going to be indicted social. on Tuesday, and it never happened. Okay. Uh, but he made everybody talk about him, and he, right, he had to he manipulate did. everybody. Well, he needed to get ahead of it. He needed to get, and that's the thing. I'm going to get out. I'm going to get ahead. I'm going to get on defense and immediately. I th- and I think he was also anticipating a bigger response from his fans yes. and his crazy followers. But his crazy followers, they thought that going down there, any, they, I think that the, the issue was, and I heard this briefly somewhere, and I thought about it, and it made sense, so I'm going to share it with you. So that's... Uh, the credibility that there is around that, there is none. Um, but this is what I, I I hear happened is that on in there in in the MAGA crowd, his supporters they all any chatter that they heard they just assumed was the FBI trying to set a trap for them. So nobody showed up except for like one person. Do you think that Marjorie Taylor Greene was expecting another January six type of crowd when she went to New York today? And got her tail between her legs when she was pretty much ran out of town. I didn't see that. I'll have to watch. Oh, it's great, girl. Um, <laughs> it's fabulous. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Girl. I was working today. I have a job. Chewing on lunatic. Hit her with the space lasers. Blast her with the f***ing space lasers. Get the f*** out of New York, you racist, sick, filthy, infected animal. Get the a huge crowd of people who just ran her out. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, it was great. Yeah. She tweeted, or I don't know if she tweeted. Um, I think she tweeted. I saw a headline that said Marjorie Taylor Greene equated, equated Trump, Trump to, to Jesus, of course. So President Trump is joining some of the most incredible people in history being arrested today. Um, Nelson Mandela was arrested, served time in prison. Jesus. Jesus was arrested. Jesus? Jesus? That, that's what I'm thinking too. Like, Jesus, what the hell is wrong with this lady? Donald H. Christ, right? And, and But that's the thing. So let's go back to this and let's see if we can trigger Richter here. Uh-oh. Um, trigger Richter. It is time. When Trump announced Tuesday that he was going to be indicted, um, many people immediately jumped to a conclusion and said, this is all a hoax, this is a witch hunt, this is everything, and they started playing that narrative again. And we saw the emergence of kind of another cult, in a sense, because from my perspective, when you jump to a conclusion before we even know what the uh, charges were, saying that Trump is innocent and that we're not going to let him have him, that is no longer based in fact. It is just purely belief. And if it's a belief, then you cannot reason with belief. And Ron DeSantis said, I won't let them take him from Florida, right? Right. So is that dangerous for our country to jump to a conclusion before we even know the facts of the case? And to say that Donald Trump is above the law. Is Ron DeSantis right in leading his people to think that Donald Trump is above the law? 
Oh, of course not. No, this isn't going to trigger me. Uh, uh, what well, triggers me, Timothy, okay, is that people are brainwashed, right? And exactly. Good people, and they are not able to critically think. Uh-huh. For example, uh, this friend of mine. Uh, who's saying, oh, that's only misdemeanors. And I'm like, no, these are 34 <clears throat> felonies. Oh, he'll beat it. I'll believe it when I see it. They're just intentionally, willfully tuning out the the correct information. Because are they based in fact? The information's based in fact. Their information. Their information is not based that's in what fact. I'm, that's that's what I'm saying. Is there, yes. It's exactly what I'm saying. So... Mm-hmm. Is it is it fair then? To, what do you think of this Ron DeSantis guy who's coming here as the darling of the right, who's doing the exact same thing that Donald Trump did? He's taking the belief people and saying, "Look, follow me, do right. <laughs> do my bidding, and get behind me when I say we're not letting them take Donald Trump out of here because whatever charges they're bringing against him, it's it doesn't matter. He's above the law, right?" DeSantis is doing something very dangerous by trying to challenge the federal government. That won't bode well for him. No. And I was wrong. As you know, I told you, I did not think Trump was going to go to New York. I thought he was going to hunker down in Mar-a-Dago. 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 Or flee the country. So... I didn't. Th- I mean, I I figured he would go because what what else would he do? He, well, first of all, he's a coward. That- Going to New York was very brave for him. It was probably the bravest thing that piece of I mm, here's has ever thing. done. I disagree because I think that he knew the consequences of not going. And I think he's scared of that. The consequences of not going. That's why he. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he he wants. You know to be in the middle of something like that. I mean, sure, he wants the attention, but I don't think he wants, like, his business going down. Who is making... His money. Who is making the decisions for him right now? Is it him, or do you think it's like a little circle of people around him saying, his lawyers, this is what you need to do. If you do it this way, this will happen. If you do it that way, that'll happen. They're probably giving him his options, and they are the only options he has on the table. So I think that's why he was so well behaved inside the courtroom today. You're probably right. I'm well, I'm sure that they have all laid out like the importance of like or they've laid out what what the consequences are if he loses. And they say, look, here's the deal. Like, this is a legal battle. It's not necessarily in the court of public opinion, right? So when you go into the court, treat it like a courtroom, because otherwise, hit the fan. Plus, there's no cameras in there. So it's just going to be the legal. And I think he understood that. I think his lawyers kind of conveyed that. And so he saved it so that when he went back to Maradago... Mardago. Tonight he had his big speech. Right. And it was just ugh. Well, and I didn't watch his speech. I should have for this, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it because I he, just felt sick to my stomach. He's his own worst enemy. And the judge is probably gonna put a gag order on him. He's inciting civil unrest. His family is posting photos of the district attorney's daughter. Oh wow. That's an insane. Yeah, that's very that's a veiled threat. Like, did he act? Did they actually do that? Yeah, on True Social. Wow. Yeah, and I got to hand it to other people on Twitter. They've been pixelating the girl's face, so they're not showing. Oh, that's nice of them. Did you think there were going to be thirty-four charges against him, and that they were felonies? No. When they said thirty-four counts, I mean, I didn't exactly know what to expect. What did that look like? And I actually kind of figured out kind of what that looked like when I read it, and it makes sense. It's like. Um, falsifying documents and stuff like that. It sounds misdemeanor, but at the end of the day, like you're still breaking the law and it's, you're, you know, you're moving your money. That's what you're doing. And you're defrauding the American people. You're basically saying, I'm going to do my own business and take advantage of all the things, the roads, the infrastructure, everything for my business and whatever, but I'm going to work around paying for that. And I'm just going to let the people pay for that. 
which is ridiculous. And no, by the way, I'm going to make the people pay for my affair with Stormy Daniels. What are your students thinking about Donald Trump? What are their opinions? <laughs> my students are, uh, they're young, so they don't really have much of an opinion because they don't really follow it. Um, some do, but a lot of them are influenced by obviously their parents or the people around them. So some of them have, you know, wild opinions about him, and some of them have very tame opinions about him or very mature opinions about him. It's interesting. He doesn't exist in their world. Some of them he does. Some of them he doesn't. Yeah. Are any of your students enlightened on the subject at all? Not exactly. Not yet. And these, what grade is this high school? High class? school. What these class? are high schoolers. Seniors? Uh, some of them are. Some of them are seniors. And they're going to be voting. Some of them will be voting. Um, some of them will. And the ones that will actually, I think, are the ones that are most engaged because okay. they see all of a sudden this ridiculous game that they've joined. Are you hopeful with your students? These ones... Yeah, I am. I'm hopeful with my students because a lot of them, I think the ones that, uh, even the ones that have, you know, the influence, kind of the MAGA influence, still show signs that they can be taught to like process and see the, like, the damage their, like, point of view has sometimes. Yeah. Good. That's that's good. And that's kind of what I try to teach them. And I think, and I also try to teach them the reason why uh, a lot of people on, uh, well, I'd say both sides, um, don't want people to be educated. And they have this, you know, when when we educate people, you know, beyond just high school and you know that, then they basically you learn to think critically. And they don't like that because it's harder to control someone who can say, hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take what you just said and process it through my background knowledge here. Right? Mm-hmm. And when you do that, then you can make your decisions. But if you don't know how to process things and you just blindly believe, because you're trained to b- blindly believe and not necessarily think, yeah. then yeah. Do you know Back. what time it is? Game time. It's time to let's quiz oh, Tim. Oh boy, look at that. After I've been just kind of rolling along and not really going anywhere with my thoughts. Because... I thought I would wake up our listeners. Yeah, probably. We've turned into NPR. With the recent indictment against Donald Dump. Donald Trump. If he is convicted... How many years will he be serving? Well, I think they said the maximum was like four years. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, look at me. Look at that. Got the first one right. Off to a good start. Very good mm. start, yes. My confidence just rose a little bit. The gates opened and his horse went flying. Bam. Seabiscuit. Who are the two women that Donald Dump allegedly wow. paid off? Well, Stormy Daniels. Allegedly. And there's another one. And there a is another Playboy one. Model. There's a former Playboy model, and I don't remember her name, but I know she's a former Playboy model. So I will take that L. You get one ding. I get one. You don't get the full ding ding. You get one. You get a ding and a uh. Yeah. Karen McDougal. McDougal, that's right. The, has the, Mc, the McDougal. Why did Donald Dump allegedly pay off the doorman? Uh... Because the doorman, hold on, give me a second. The doorman knew something. I mean, he probably knew who was going in and out, I'm going to say. And so I'm going to say he probably paid him off because he didn't, because the guy wanted to sell his his, uh, his story, probably. What? That was the ding ding. Oh, good. Oh, okay. It's, he's got to <laughs> impose that, and now I'm going to look like an idiot. Great. Here we go. He's going to leave that shit in. Yes, he was going to sell the information to um, uh, National Enquirer or whatever. Oh, sure. Things yeah, okay. That, yeah, but, that yeah. He, Trump had allegedly fathered a child out of wedlock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How much did Donald Dump allegedly pay Michael Cohen out of campaign funds for Stormy Daniels? 
he paid him in installments of like thirty or thirty five thousand, and I think he paid him back like didn't he pay him back all and of a it? Grand total of one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Oh my God, this was your best. Let's quiz Tim. Boom! Is that it? Oh, but wait. Oh, There's one more question. Oh boy. When is the trial going to happen? Oh, I don't know. Like April. Is it April? No. May, June, July, August, September, October. Crash and burn. How the hell should I know? Pre-trial is this December. Pre-trial. January 2024. January 2024. Stay tuned. I hope he burns. I hope he just burns. Burns. This is gonna take for so so now wait a second. When is the election? Uh so no November twenty twenty four. Yeah. Ah, so that's good. So he's gonna run his campaign all the way up through that's gonna consume half of him. Unless the Georgia thing happens. Unless the and, Georgia thing. There's uh, other things, John Smith, too. There's the, all sorts of other things that can get in the way and yeah. prevent him from being on the campaign trail. He's not, he's not, he's not going on the campaign trail. <laughs> well, but, no. I mean, his campaign is already raising money. He's still flying back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. No, he wants yeah. to be president again so he can clear his name. That's what he wants. Because here's the thing. If he gets elected president, then he's just like, I don't know, pardon me. I can't, you can't, I can be in jail. Blah, blah, blah. Just all sorts do, of bullshit. Do, Plus, at the end of the day, even if he is convinced, they're probably just going to give him probation. The sanctimonious is going to rise above all this. It's the uh, golden child. Ron, meatball Ron. Yeah. I prefer the meatball Ron. Meatball yeah. Ron is fantastic. And I, I know I talk about not calling people names. It's good when they're bad. He's is bad. Is it good when they're bad, though? Is it's he not. A, it's yes, not good when yes, they're bad. Yes, but it's yes, funny. Yes. Because it yes. meatball Ron. We are not fucking. Woke little tree huggers. Okay, we are vile. I am. I I have a man bun tonight. We are the first time ever. I feel different. Hateful, angry, bitter Italians. That's also true. With rage, lots of rage. So we choose to channel our Italian rage into mocking these people that are preying on good people. I suppose that is a perspective that we could have. Yeah, we can agree on that. I try to keep us in check. Sometimes I get out of control too. You're 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 kind of sometimes you can come off very Generation Z, very um, next door neighbor, <laughs> next door neighbor. <laughs> oh my god, she doesn't listen to our shows. <laughs> Hypersensitive. You can't be hypersensitive when you're friends with me. No, no absolutely you, you not. learned that. Oh, easy. Uh, <laughs> but that's, I mean, people are like that. And, you know, but here's the thing. I grew up in that, you know, and, yeah, sometimes I can be a bit out of control. But at the end of the day, like, recognize and be like, okay, yeah, maybe that was my bad. There's one thing I want to address. don't excuse yourself either. There's one thing I want to address is um, I am tired of the whole reactionary politics. Yeah, well, we're going to get Biden. I'm like, well, if Biden commits a crime, sure, then yes, indict him. Right? Go look. If you must. What has he done it's wrong? Not, it's Tell not about me. Tell up, me. Yeah, it's not about one-upping the other what, person. What about Hunter Biden's laptop? And why Hunter Biden's laptop? Why are you obsessed with Hunter Biden? If why? Hunter did something wrong, indict Is him. Is Hunter Biden Joe? I mean, do we go after Don Jr.? I mean, that guy was on TV, bloodshot, going crack crazy. Don Jr. Don Jr. And I'm yeah. and everybody's like, and then he gets on there and dies. And we're like, come on, come on, let's just look at you. Uh, and it's just crazy. Like, yeah, if, whatever. If Barack Obama did something illegal. Indict him. Indict him. I mean, sure. If you, but but here's the thing. And going back to the importance of this situation, the reason why we don't go back and you know look into like George Bush and Dick Cheney and all the laws they broke or Bill Clinton and all the laws he broke is because they aren't having an immediate impact on our society, on our whole system, right? right? They're not running for president. They're not going to be in control anymore. 
The reason why we're going after Donald Trump is because he's still piloting this plane, possibly. And I want to make sure he don't crash it. Because I believe that if he were to be elected president again, it would be kind of disastrous. Oh, we, we, would be, we would no longer be the United right? States. I'm just thinking back to like kids in cages. It'd be worse than that. Right? Because he I would suddenly he would have nothing to lose. I would suddenly disappear. Where did Richter go? You, Richter, Richter's off the grid. Because I'd be freaking right. on the right. Underground right. Railroad right. to Canada. Exactly, because you wouldn't be safe. Gays and trans would be just, and blacks would be put behind, all behind bars. That's quite an accusation. But, you know. Ah. Uh. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Who is his base? That's true. Okay. Um, so, and yeah. we, I mean, we look at what the consequences were from his last thing. I mean, look at the women's rights. I mean, Roe versus Wade is now gone because but of Donald Trump, look really. What, look what happened tonight, though, in, Washington, is in, in Wisconsin, their Supreme That's Court true. lady. Wisconsin's Supreme Court is- Progressive now. Repressed. The first time in 15 years. I can't say the word. Yes, victory yeah, for women's rights. Very important. And I think that that's one of those things where, like we said before, in, in I don't know if it's come up in our- uh, episode, but where the conservative movement kind of shot themselves in the foot by reversing Roe versus Wade because yeah. it's you just here's the reality of it: you just don't mess with women. Yeah. You just don't because they're fifty percent of the vote and they vote uh, common sense most of the time. Speaking I would say of most women, of them vote common sense. Tim, speaking of women, yes, recently. Horse face was on sixty oh minutes. Oh boy, that's a face. That's a name to a face. And she that's labeled an awful us. Name she labeled both of us pedophiles. Both of us. Yes, we're both Democrats. Oh, that's right. She. I don't know exactly. Can you show me that real quick for two seconds? The Democrats are a party of pedophiles. I would definitely say so. They support grooming children. They are not pedophiles. Why would you say that? Democrats, su Democrats support, even Joe Biden, the president himself, supports children being sexualized and having transgender surgeries. Sexualizing children is what pedophiles do to children. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think she wasn't strong enough to go after her ass with that. Okay. Okay. Tim, what are your thoughts on what Horseface said? Well, okay. Let me just, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> you are a pedophile. Right. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. Well, according to her. <laughs> now you know Jesus Christ. It's horrible. Well, okay. So what is she doing? If we look at history, um, go back and see what did... Anybody who was an awful, like the Nazis, what do they call their their enemies? Pedophiles. What do all the bad guys call their enemies? They're pedophiles. They're Nazis. They're the worst ones. What are the, the Russians calling the Ukrainians? Russian pedophiles. Pedoph yes. All these things. They're pedophiles. And right? Nazis. And, 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 and th so what she's doing is a classic tactic to rile up your base. What's the worst thing that you can say about somebody True or not. Objectifying them. You objectify them. And turn, them into, turn them into an object so you can destroy them. Right. And that object is already something people hate. What's the thing people hate the most? Pedophiles. Yes. So uh, let's make everybody into a pedophile. Let's find a way to do that. To do that. So let's, uh, let's go with this idea that because you're allowing kids to like understand their gender if they, if they want to, like if they need to, Right. Um, and that's a very, very, very small percentage of the population. By like the way. not even a point one. Right. I it's mean, it's got to be very, very, small. very minuscule. Uh, and she's equating that to being a pedophile, uh, and that's um, just propaganda. And and unfortunately, and she's got her following, and they're going to believe uh, the uneducated, her. Uneducated, yeah, uh, yeah, because they don't think critically. They're trained to be sheep. Right. Follow your, your leader, you know, follow your preacher. Let's be real. Right. Follow the person who is the authority. Do what they say. Don't yeah. question it. Have faith. Take a leap. Yeah. She's, she's pretty scary. She is pretty scary. <laughs> she says some pretty awful things and she's irresponsible with her words and doesn't right. care who it hurts. Well, and the unfortunate thing is there's more than one person like that in our legislation which is just it just it makes me it hurts me a little bit to say that like because like those are the people who make our laws and we've got a fraternity doing it yeah 
you know, people who are, are there based on popularity and based on stupid belief systems and not on like fact and numbers. It's, it's ridiculous. I am very uncomfortable with the amount of hate that has exploded over the past seven years. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. We're so focused on things that we don't need to focus on. What percentage of the population is affected like directly by these policies of like transgender policies and such? It's so small. Right. And we're making it such a big deal and it doesn't need to be. Just, it's a distraction. It's a distraction. Meanwhile, how many students of mine, how what percentage of my students have I lost to gun violence? violence. Gun, yes. Not just gun violence, but any violence. I had a student who was stabbed through the heart. I mean, Jesus. According to estimates from the American Academy of Pediatrics, Around 0.6% of adolescents in the United States identify as transgender. This figure is based on self-reported data from a national survey conducted in 2019. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 7.3% of high school-aged children's deaths are from violence or homicide. And we, de we deflect away from that. And it's painful. And it makes me want to, like, scream. We have talked about this in depth on our podcast with women's rights, the current climate with neo-Nazis and the propaganda and Fox News and just, we've, the world that we're living in right now. It's to the point where ad nauseum and I'm starting to feel a little bit of a burnout and that I think that I do not have much of an impact anymore. I did when I was viral on TikTok because okay. I was anti-Trump and I had That's a true. lot of uh, followers. And Motley Crue, Tommy Lee, jo Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy, Tommy Lee, Tommy Lee was you know sharing my content, and I, that's when I was like, okay, I know I'm on the right side. I'm doing it right. Right, but. I became a target, and then the, the the MAGA people all took me down. Yeah, mm -hmm. and all I need is one unhinged person to come after me and find where I live. Sure, and hurt me, harm That's me. That's true. Or you, or me. Don't say my name. Don't get me involved in this. Get the fuck out of my fucking. But nonetheless, by but you know, sure. all it takes is that one person. Yeah, and one crazy person. And though that unhinged, mm -hmm. all we can do is vote. And hopefully reach somebody with our podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're also preaching to the choir. Oh, sure. People who watch us probably understand. Right. Just think. Just think about what these people are doing that we put on the pedestals. All politicians lie. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I think, <laughs> yes. I think a lot of them bend the truth, too. We have to understand that there's a spectrum here. You know, you can't. It can't be black and white because some things are true, and some things from certain perspectives are. But also, there are those politicians out there who are blatantly like deceiving us. I agree. Well, you said they can't be black and white because human beings were not black and white, right? So, in regard to our defendant dump, Ugh. you think he's going to be convicted? I hope, well, I mean, here's the thing. Michael Cohen was convicted. He was the receiver, right? He received the payments. And uh, was acting on Donald was acting on, behalf. On, on, on uh, individual one, individual one's behalf, and individual one is obviously the dump. The big fish. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think if Michael Cohen was convicted, I think that he'll be convicted. And then- He'll be serving four years, hopefully, in prison. Hopefully. Well, that's the min that's the maximum. And so is he going to get the maximum? Yes, Probably it's New no. York. Look how New, uh, York, New York's not pro-Trump. I know. I don't think that. I don't. I know they're not pro-Trump. If it was Florida, uh, he'd get off on it. I know they're not pro-Trump. I mean, it'd be nice if they gave him, like, a percentage, like, 10 Even if it was, just like, you know, 50 days in prison. If, if he, Even if he spent... Three days in prison, I'd be happy. At the end of the day, it's not necessarily about the time. It's about the title. I can call him a criminal. A con man. 
Officially. Officially. Well, and innocent until proven guilty. But, yeah. I mean. He's guilty. He's just as guilty as OJ, OJ Individual Simpson. one. I thought today when the four black SUVs were driving from Trump Tower to the courthouse, it kind of gave me the white Bronco the chase. The white Bronco chase. It was like slow motion. I remember the white Bronco chase yeah. when I was a kid. What year was that? 1995? I remember watching that. Is this trial good for our country? Okay, so that's a big question. Let's think about that for a second. Is this good for our country? Okay, going back to my main point, he is having a huge impact on our country now. He's running for president. I think it's important that we look into these things to make sure he's not screwing us. If he's, I don't care if he's screwing Stormy Daniels. I don't care if he's screwing anybody. I don't care. He can screw whoever he wants. The bottom line is, I shouldn't have to pay for it. So he cannot, you know, write it off as a campaign contribution or a tax contribution or a tax whatever write off or whatever it is he was doing that was illegal, right? That is not okay, right? I remember growing up, my parents knew uh, politicians, and one of them they knew built a golf a house on a golf course, and they used campaign finances like funds for it. And you know what happened to them, Richter? They got in trouble. They got in trouble. You know what happened to them after they got in trouble? Nothing. Oh, they went to jail. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yeah, and you know they had children, so one went to jail, and then well, one took care of the kids, and then swapped, and the other went to jail, and the other white took privilege. Care. Yeah. So, you know. So, back to my question. Is this good for our country, this trial? I think uh, it's it's a very tough yes, because it's a very tough lesson to learn. Because it's causing a lot of anger and trauma. Is it, And though? stuff. I think we it saw, is. We saw in New York, there was like maybe in, five people yeah, there. Yeah, I think people are realizing it now, and people are starting to to jump the 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 dawn train dump, jump off the train mm. but but i also think that you know there's there's a like an air of caution because of you know the january 6th situation they realized we can't be so brazen so i don't think i i still think he has supporters out there i still think the voting base is there i think the crazy crowd that he has drummed up they're gone they're gone yeah they're in I prison think, well they're in prison and yeah, I mean, you're right. That's it. They're in prison. Other countries have indicted their leaders. America is the first one. South Korea. The finally is the most recent one mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. I think it sets a standard that no one is above the law. And that's what it comes down to is if you're going to run for president, if you're going to say, I'm going to have this much impact on everybody's life, then you need to be okay with opening up your past and allowing complete transparency. And oh, by the way, it also means that you got to be honest and you got to not be screwing the American people because if you're going to be leading the American people, like, how does that work? That's an abusive relationship. There's also the uh, E. Jean Carroll uh, court case that's coming. That's right. It's a civil case. That's right. It's a civil case. That's well, but, but again, it comes down to, uh, you know, his reputation. Right, it's that one's a civil case, so he's just going to lose money over it. It's ironic. Everything that he said about lock her up with Hillary Clinton and <laughs> right, you isn't know, it anybody who's all these things being indicted should never be president? All that kind of stuff, and it's all it's. it's he's. Just, I mean, it's just it's, it's a him. game. It's a game. I mean, look at look at Mitch McConnell. Right, he during Obama's administration, he he touted himself as you know this this awful killer of all of everything that was Obama. That was his goal. Politics has always been ugly. But but here's the other thing people also need to understand. Like, we exist in two realities, right? We exist in the physical reality, and we exist in the digital reality. And we don't necessarily assign boundaries or borders in the digital realm, right? We do... In terms of like programs, like you could be on Facebook or you could be on Instagram or you could be on Twitter. So those are like little worlds we have created. And there's, you know, private entities and laws that, 
you know, address that stuff. But uh, what we aren't seeing, and we are seeing the influence and the power that these have, and we're just allowing that to go through. And the thing is, is the physical reality is saying, hey, we need to regulate that. And everybody's saying, no, that's our digital reality. That's why, like, these privacy bills that are going through, people are fighting them so hard because they don't want the physical government to come in and say, hey, we're going to control the digital reality that you guys have created. But the reality is, is that that digital world is having real life impacts on the physical reality. That's a lot of realities talk. I'm confused. Are you? Yeah, break it down to a five-year-old. Okay, I'm going to break it down real easily. There's two worlds. There's look at me. Okay, there's two the worlds. That's not understand. Okay, there's two worlds. There's the world that you can little feel, right? The world that's that, tangible. That's tangible, where we drive around and and you live in, you Got physically it. live in. And then there's the world where there's the digital world, right? Make believe. Make believe. It's not make believe. It exists. When you look in your phone, you go into Facebook. You're in the digital world. Would you say it's a virtual world? Virtual world. Sure. Okay. Virtual world. Okay. Let's go back and start this conversation. <laughs> okay. Holy so there's shit. a tangible world, and then there's this virtual, virtual world. world. Third life, whatever Third, it's called. Sure. Uh, it's it's your what, social is that, is media. That what it's called? Third I, life? I don't know. Second life? I don't know. Maybe second life? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you call it, but it is a, a virtual world. It's the digital realm. It's where your social media is. It's where you can go online. It's Google. It's this new... AI stuff. Okay. It's stuff that you interact with on your phone. My students, I tell them when they come to class, if they are on their phone, that is you're giving it 90% of your attention, which means you're only taking in 10% of what I am saying. So if you're on your phone, I, I mark you as absent. Okay. And because you're literally not there. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Right. So the, that world is taking away from the real world. Yes. And, and how does that apply with Trump? It applies with Trump because he used that digital world and weaponized it. And brainwashed. And brainwashed just like people. Mussolini, just like Al-Qaeda does. Just like Mussolini with the radio. Sure, yes. In, in World War II, mm-hmm. right before World War exactly. II. Exactly. The digital soldiers, it was on tape. Uh, one of Trump's, um, I think it was his like Secretary of Defense, uh, called the guy who ran 4chan. And was like, we want to basically weaponize 4chan and use you guys as our digital soldiers. And he said that in some speeches and such like that. So it has very much been used to affect the physical world. And that's why we had January 6th. I'm a little older than you. Okay. What is 4chan? 4chan is an online blog post site that you can post anonymously. Now it's been shut down. Okay. So was it like Reddit, but anonymous? Yes. How its controversial message board 4chan stayed online for the past seven years after allegedly being used to promote several mass shootings and identified as a source of the conspiracy theories that helped fuel the January 6th insurrection. It's also survived boycotts and advertisers leaving. That's where, like, people like, I guess, Marjorie Taylor Greene got the idea that Sandy Hook and uh, what's his face? Um, Alex, Jones? Alex Jones got the idea that Sandy Hook was this uh, false flag. And they pushed like those ideas and that MAGA stuff on that wow. site. And I mean, I remember watching out there, there's a video of Marjorie Taylor Greene chasing uh, a uh, Sandy Hook parent or something like that. And it's just, just shocking. You're just like, ugh, it's just gross. It's sick. Anyway. Or was it uh, Parkland? Parkland, maybe it's Parkland, the Parkland, not San Diego. It was one was of them. That, that, that kid, David Hogg. Okay. She was chasing after David Hogg, the Parkland survivor from that mass shooting. How did you get over 30 appointments with senators? How'd you do that? How did you get major press coverage on this issue? And how did you get kids? Why do you use kids? Why kids? You know, if school, if school zones were protected by, with security guards with guns, there would be no mass shootings at school. Do you know that? I mean, okay, so yeah, that or something like that. But they've been harassing the, like, Alex Jones. I mean, look at Alex Jones and his, oh his civil suit. Just, just, just the, the, the disgustingness that is America sometimes. Well, it's out of control. The internet is out of control. There's no... Exactly. Uh, jurisdiction. There's no. Exactly. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no. There's no guardrails. There's no uh, law. 
like with um Texas with the uh power going out, there was no regulation. Thank you. There, there, there needs to be some kind of there has to be some kind of regulation right. with the internet. There has to be right. Right. And that's what we're saying because uh there's this whole other world that's so impactful. All of my students say crazy shit, and I say, where did you hear that? And they go, TikTok. I'm like, what the heck? Well, it's a source of information. I went to, yep, uh, I went uh, back to school for spring break. This is right after um, this last shooting in uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. And uh, sure enough, some of them were like, oh, yeah, the shooter changed their shoes. Okay, well, where did you see that? Oh, it was on TikTok. <sighs> Okay, that and 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 then what's funny is to show them a video of somebody literally analyzing the video to prove that the shoes were not like the knockoff. But more so, I had to explain to them that TikTok is a terrible source for news. It's a great place to learn how to bake stuff or to watch people dance if you're into that, which is a time waster that I don't understand. So to finish your thought about the tangible world versus the social media, second life, whatever, virtual world. Yes. Trump has taken that over. Our media sources have allowed that to happen. He created his own little virtual world, Truth Social. Right. It's kind of cute. Now, I did notice something tonight on Twitter I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. I normally check what's trending. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing about Trump trending on Twitter tonight. Oh, I wonder, Mr. Musk. Mm-hmm. He suppressed it. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Um, because I think we've seen that in the past, haven't we? And instead, we've all, there was stuff about the different reporters, the reporting stuff. They were trending. That's stupid. They're nothing compared to the defendant Trump and the trial that's going to happen and the indictment. What do you mean the reporters were trending? I'll show you. I don't, I don't mean the report. What reporters? I'll show you here. I have a screenshot. (laughs) Oh, he has a screenshot. Look at this. Okay. Throw it up here for us, please. As Uh, soon as you find it. Topics on Twitter right now. Embiid, Wisconsin. Oh, Wisconsin politics because they took over. Sixers, Brandon Jones, Celtics, I'm sh- yeah. I mean, You're scrolling. Do you see anything? PJ Tucker? No, of course not. Of course, we're not going to see anything. Donaldson. That to me is shocking. My is it shocking is that, to you? It is. is. It though the, the the biggest historical thing that ever happened to a president happened today, mm-hmm. and it's not shown trending on Twitter because Twitter is owned by a guy that's who, friends with him. Well, who? Well, let's back up. Who? Who probably thinks, you know, what everybody else believes that the media is controlled by, you know, the Democrats. Okay, Barry Weiss, Mike Pence. Oh, Mike Pence is trending. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> it wasn't know. his day. UCLA, MSNBC. Zana, Clemson. Yeah, I mean, of course. So this is Twitter, right? That's the min- that's manipulation of information. Okay, sure. But but and okay, but let's just stop for, for a second. Let's recognize I think we've talked about this in the past. You have to recognize what Twitter is and you have to understand what and and that goes back to educating yourself. We in this country have allowed uh somebody to with with so much money, forty one billion dollars, point something, uh, of his money, and th- he can do whatever he wants with it because America, and he chooses to buy one of the most influential social media platforms because he can, and so now he gets the reins, and what has he done with it? He kind of you know gutted it. And it became what it was. So why do you have any expectation other than it's basically another, you know, he's trying to turn it into a conservative platform, a platform that, uh, you know, is, you know, Trump friendly. He's trying to control the narrative just like Rupert Murdoch had done. But if people understand that it's him doing it and understand that, 
then hopefully we'll be okay. I think people are getting smarter. I'm very, I'm <laughs> hopefully. very, I'm very angry at him. I'm not angry at, at Elon Trump. Musk. I'm angry at Musk. I'm not angry at Trump. It's funny. I, I have, well, maybe that's not correct. I have rage for Trump. I you have rage for I, Trump. Ang- I don't have rage for Musk. I have I'm disappointment very... in Musk is what I yeah, have. Yeah. That's, that's because, because at the end of the day, like I get what he's doing. Like I get his idea to like, you know, go after capitalism by the balls and, you know, doesn't matter if you have a family work through your Sunday mentality, you know, all or nothing. Uh, sure. If you want to be part of that, great. And what do we get out of that? We got for a little while, we got some really cool cars. Now, admittedly, I think he said that they're starting to fall apart. Um, hopefully, you know, my dad's won't, but, uh, that's who he is. And you just kind of have to accept that he's done some really cool things and now he's kind of gone off the rails. Right. And he's still pushing the envelope for our science community. Uh, but he's gone off the rails and you just have to accept that. And I think people need to recognize that he has, I mean, he bought Twitter and has turned it into this conservative platform kind of where it's, you know, again, Trump friendly, let's let him back on. Let's let Andrew Tate back on. Did that for a while. How, how did that go? (laughs) That didn't go well. Right. So he wants the internet to be the wild west. Just like it was, not regulated, except for by the people who have the money. When we created our podcast and I created the social media accounts to promote our show, uh, our email became filled with Trump and conservative tweets. Oh, wow. When we signed up with Twitter for Break It Down with Rick and Tim. Okay. That made me mad. It's the algorithm. The, well, the algorithm is based on what you look at. And I we were not, we, sure. were, we had just signed up. And then boom, all well, these uh, tweet you might be interested in type of stuff are coming in. It's become a conservative platform. But and, and here's the thing. Here's the, here's the reality of it too. Like it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a neutral platform and they were doing a real good job at Twitter of keeping the bias out. Things slip through the cracks, sure. Uh, but at the end of the day, like they were doing a pretty good job of keeping things neutral, especially when shit got out of hand. But the problem is, is people got upset because they couldn't say their shit things that weren't true. They wanted to push a belief system, and Twitter said, no, you can't push a belief system that's not based on fact. If you're going to say something and you have gravitas and it has real world consequences, we're not going to be reliable for that. What's going to have to happen is we're going to have to make it possible for people to say uh, the moderators of this platform didn't uh, do their job and I'm suing them in civil court. And we got to allow people to sue basically uh, for civil things. I think that'll regulate it. But I don't think that people are allowed to right now. I don't know. I don't know the law. I've been waiting for something new to come around that would replace Facebook, mm-hmm. and it hasn't happened yet. I have the experience of AOL coming and going. I have the experience of MySpace coming and going. I remember MySpace. I remember AOL. And it's like, okay, Facebook's been here now for, it came out in 2007, so it's been around for about 15 years or mm-hmm. more. Eventually, something will and I think something will replace Twitter sooner than Facebook. You think so? And it's going to be that we talked about this before. the The original uh, creator of Twitter is creating up his new blue social media thing. Yeah, so that's right. So that then I thought I thought it was going to be Post, but Post has gone nowhere. Post has gone nowhere. And troglodyte, Jomodon, Mastodon, Mastodon, that's gone nowhere. That's gone nowhere. Yeah. So. And, and Musk has calmed down. He's calmed down, but... He's, he's doing stuff behind the scenes, Yeah, yeah. go back to... So he's not being so to visible. what's he doing. Well, look at what he's doing here. I mean, like, right. okay, I'm just going to slyly go in there and make sure this is that we're not, you know, upsetting the Don. Because at the end of the day, if Don gets we're into st- office, then he gets more money and he gets to play with more rockets. But we're still being manipulated by these multi-billionaires. Right. right. Well, and it goes back to... Uh, 
what is the goal of America? What is it that you and you see? Do you view it as, uh, you know, the economy comes first over the people? Do you view it as that's our end goal is how do we allow people to make as much capital as they can because that's capitalism? Or do we say the socialist view where we want to make sure that you're not screwing the American people? We want to make sure that people have a chance to live that American dream that you're not playing unfairly. Those are the two perspectives. Does it have to be two? That's just what. Uh, uh, well, I mean, not necessarily. That's Can't the you thing. Be so in here's, favor of capitalism, but not at the expense of a human life. So there's so so that goes back to look at look at the <laughs> look at the, the I, I wish look at what happened with the train derailments. There's been so many train derailments. Our railroads are crashing, literally. They are crumbling. It's like they've hit the end of their lifespan. It's like, you know, when your TV goes out right as the warranty goes out, like mm. right after the warranty goes out. It's like that's what's happening to our trains. And it makes me angry, especially with Joe Biden, because there was a uh, a strike. The workers wanted, you know, their stuff, but they also wanted like safety measures and things put in place. Now, would that have gotten there in time? I don't know. But the fact of the matter is, is Joe Biden came in and said, no, you can't strike. Get back to work. And we've seen crash after crash after crash after crash after crash. I think that's enough crashes. Do you think it's not quite fair to put the blame all entirely on Biden? I think as a union guy and as a... You know, somebody who was about, you know, protecting the American people and building back our infrastructure, I think that, yeah, I blame him because he literally literally stopped the, it was him who stopped the strike. Who pulled back the regulations on the railroads when he was president before Biden? Donald Trump did. So I go back to my question. Is it fair to put the entire blame on Biden? No, it's Thank not you. fair to put the entire thing on Biden. You're right. You're One right. Predictor. You're right. But it pisses me off that he didn't step in and say, okay, build back better. Let's take a look at the situation and see where we need to put some money and let's build back better and we'll come to a compromise instead of this whole, no, we're just going to say you can't strike anymore. You're going to take whatever deal you're going to take whatever deal they, they, they offer you or whatever the heck. I don't know how he ended up, but I know that they weren't allowed to strike. Stupid. Stay away from railroad tracks. Yeah. Hey, Tim. Hey, Rick. We have a number one fan. We have a number one fan? Do you know his name? <laughs> no. Paul. Oh, that's right. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. How you doing, Paul? Well, that's it for Happy Indictment Day. Happy Indictment Day. You can follow us on Twitter, the Ellen Musk conservative social that's media. Right, we're on there. We're, 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 we're where it all happens. Huh. You, getting, yeah. you getting used to it? No, I don't do a lot of posting. I just, every once in a while, I see that you've tweeted and I retweet. Yeah. Um, I guess I will try to tweet more. I just burped a little bit of it. That was, that was, that looked good on camera. Yeah. Our podcast is slowly growing. Is it? Yeah. Good. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited that people are listening to us, although I don't know why they're listening to us. It's good to hear other people's perspectives that aren't the usual suspects that are in front of the media. Sure. I think we're very relatable. Okay. You're, you know, I'm... Can I ask our audience to share their perspective with us audience can you share your perspective with me somehow yeah message us there you go contact us write us an email yeah break it down with rick and tim leave us a voicemail gmail.com oh my goodness i feel terrible i feel terrible because the so our news our news our local news uh, has a, a segment that I, I love my wife and I love we watch it and it started out so good with a guy that we loved and then he got poached to some other place and then he got replaced by a lady who was also very good and she got post poached to like NBC and now we're stuck with this guy who's just old and he's 
not engaging, and he chooses awful stories. And it's just depressing and sad. And our local news is now sad. Anyway, you can take that whole thing out. But I was looking pointless. Oh, they're all hiring for producers, and they only pay forty thousand a year. Only pay forty thousand a uh-huh. year? Nope. Yeah. I would negotiate and say, "Hey, sixty or no." So we're now going to re- continue our uh, break it down with Rick and Tim podcast with Critical Race Theory Part Two. That's right. Since we interrupted the mm-hmm. the. The program with what happened today. And I'll tell you what, it's, if you guys actually share your opinions with us, we'll build a show around that where we talk about some of the things that you guys bring up. That'd be great. It'll be fun. Yes. We didn't discuss that ahead of time. I just made that up now and Rick is having second thoughts. He's like, <laughs> fuck you, Tim. Don't drag me into that. Critical race theory. I just want to, I just want You'd have to go through and put more beeps and things, and that's why I'm swearing so much. It's fun. I like the the ducks. I did not say one bad word this Good podcast. for you. Wait just one minute. We are not fucking woke Meatball. little tree huggers, okay? No! <laughs> I'm the only one. I think I caught on to that about halfway through, and I was like, fuck it. Hey. <laughs> Tune in next week. Critical race theory. Yay! Mortal words. This moment at 1.24 p.m. Eastern Time, Donald J. Trump is under arrest. All right, I understand. Break it down. Rick and Tim is also available to watch on YouTube. Check us out also online at www.breakitdownwithrickandtim.com.